Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Hey, we're back with Baseball Mainly. It's been a couple weeks, so uh, probably needed to get back on uh, on the platform here at NRM Streamcast. And... uh, Talk about baseball because there is some baseball, and at least there's news, and it's some crazy news. Yeah, it's like it's it's like it's surreal. Do you you know you're a geek, right? Mm-hmm. So you're familiar with Star Trek, not as much as Star Wars, but yes. Well, there's an episode. Unless you want me to be Corey, if you want me to be Corey, I can be Corey, and then I'll know a little more about Star Trek. Okay, well, you could be Corey. You can be whoever you want. It's you know you can be fluid, as fluid as you want to be. Awesome. My name is now Rick with a silent K. <laughs> so, so on on an episode of Star Trek, some aliens have come onto the ship, and they operate totally by logic. Vulcans? No, but they're not Vulcans. Oh. They're, they're <laughs> some kind of bad guys. I don't remember this. You know, Star Trek was on when I was like in junior high school. I think. I mean, it's an old show. I mean. William Shatner was thin back then. That was one of the movies I marathoned, was the new ones. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, Ricardo Montalban in, a, in any movie has got to be great. Because, you know, I, I did have a Cordoba with fine Corinthian leather. <laughs> I don't know if you remember those commercials. So in this scene, Kirk, Captain Kirk, is playing, I think it's Kirk. Yeah, it has to be because Spock wouldn't, have, wouldn't cheat. Kirk is playing this 3D chess game. It's three-dimensional. It's on different levels. And he's explaining the rules to the bad guys who are totally by logic, do everything, you know, that way. So he says, uh, this guy moves like this, and you can do this, and you can do that. So they're playing, and and the guy does – he moves – Pieces. Oh wait a minute! You can't do that. Well, you said we could do. You could do that. You know, if this is this, whatever. And he says, "Oh, but that was before four o'clock. After four o'clock on Thursdays, or he makes up some stuff that changes all the rules." That is Rob Manfred Jr. A little bit. That is the uh, the baseball commissioner for MLB. I don't know what the rules are anymore. Yeah, it's a little weird. That's the the first thing you have on the rundown, which actually I read about this weekend, was this whole seven-inning doubleheader thing. Why? Well, supposedly, it's to—one of the reasons would be so that you can save some of your pitching. That's always been the issue. You've got, you've got a 25-man roster, and you only have so many pitchers, and yada, yada, yada. The problem with that is— they have a 30-man roster now. They've got four extra pitchers if they want them. They should be playing 12-inning I mean, <laughs> double it, it almost seems like they're they're using what's going on right now as an excuse to push this in. It's like almost something they wanted to do. Yeah, I think everything in our society is like that. You know, there's all kinds of suspicions about what may or may not be going well, on. Well, pork barrel spending. <laughs> well, that's, how, that's been going on. Forever. Since, yeah. Uh, so if you've got a doubleheader... Each game is seven innings. Now, I, I go to a, a tournament in November, usually, called the Roy Hobbs World Series. It's in Florida. I don't know if I'll be going this year. 
Um, and when I'm there, we play nine inning games. It changes the game. I was going to say, what does that mean for like the pitcher getting a win? How many innings do they have to be in to get the win? How does that or the, like the setup man and the closer and mid, like there's really no if you have a if you have a starter go five innings and then you have a setup man and the closer there's no like middle relief and it's yeah. like yeah in, in MLB it'd be that way in in our in the Roy Hobbs World Series we just we just try to get through it right <laughs> nine innings. I did. I I never realized before I started doing that how long a nine inning game was oh, relative yeah. to a seven inning game. Oh yeah, and uh, it it changes your whole uh, way of playing. Um, you know, it becomes more of a marathon. And there are some days you play two games, and I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm just done for a couple of days, and you got to go out and play again the next day. Especially depending on which position you're at and how much activity you know. So they they've done that now we've got the dh for all games which Del- i am a fan game. of but that's mostly because i'm a i play the like baseball video games and i'd much rather be hitting with the dh than the pitcher because it's so hard to hit with the pitcher well i you know baseball is still kind of divided over that i i i am of the opinion if you're going to have a dh it should be in both leagues mm-hmm. if you're not going to have a dh that should be the rule in both i leagues. do agree i think it does either which way it falls it should be uniform Without question. Yeah, because it, it, it makes a difference. World Series, mm-hmm. playoffs, whatever. Okay. Uh, and then in extra innings. Yeah, this is interesting. So I've been in some tournaments where that's the case because they want they, they you, you've got to get the game over. Yeah, you usually, don't want to go usually there's 14 a, innings. There's a time limit in these tournaments. So you get to an extra inning. There's still time to play, but you can't play – 15 innings, Right. let's get the game over. It's almost like sudden death in football, except both teams are going to get to bat. Yeah. You start with a guy in second. The first game I was in where that happened, I was the first batter. Okay. There's a guy on second. Yeah. I hit a line drive, which I don't hit a lot of, into left center. The center fielder comes in and makes a great catch. Where do you think the guy on second was when he made that catch? Probably halfway to home. He was on his way to third base, and it was a double play. I figured. So we they got out of that inning, and the next inning, they started with a guy in second. They bunted him, to, bunted him up to third, and they scored. So, uh, you know, I guess there's some strategy with that. I, I mean, it would totally change your strategy because you're instantly in scoring position. Instantly. And there's so much craziness going on in this world. It would be nice if baseball at least was... Somewhat normal. Yeah, it's some kind of stability. Yeah, the American pastime. Although, but, didn't technically football pass it a couple of years ago? Oh, yeah. Football football's the game. Football's the game in high school. Mm. It's the game in college. And it is the game in uh, in uh, the, the pros. And even in high school, even in college, though, uh, the tournament, the NCAA tournament for basketball is big. Huge. Football's the game. I mean, look at how many bowls there are now. It's insane. And I, I think we just like people crunching each other. Yeah. I mean, get to think, most people watch sport. Like, if they don't watch NASCAR, but they watch the crashes on NASCAR. You know? Well, uh, I, you can only watch so many left turns. I know, right? <laughs> I, if you've ever been to a race. I've never been to a NASCAR race. Neither have I. 
But uh, actually, he, that's not true. I've been to one, but I never watched it. It was such because those, those <laughs> if you go to one of those, it's a long day. They open up like super early, and then it's like basically there's tailgating outside and inside, and like I think we were there for like five six hours before the race even started. Did you see any of the race? No. Was this in Brooklyn? Yeah. I was like ready to get out by the time the race was about to start because we were there like all day. That's Brooklyn, Michigan, uh, uh, MIS, Michigan International Speedway. It's supposed to be a great place. It was really cool. I've only been there once. It was really cool. But yeah, yeah, we I've didn't actually stay for the race because it was like a whole day before we like the race even started. Well, long ago, there was a racetrack. I think it was a quarter mile oval in uh, Mount Clemens, Michigan. And when I was a kid, we'd go there occasionally. You know, parents would take us. It was a great, it was just fun. And they do, uh, they do the oval race, and the cars were so loud. And they were owned by local people. It wasn't like it was NASCAR. It was like a small circuit. These were people who, you know, just loved racing, got out there and raced. And, uh, you know, they'd give away prizes and stuff. It was, it was a great event. It was almost like minor league baseball. It was fun. I've been to Monster Jam once. That was interesting. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. Back at the Silver Dome, that was very interesting. So they also had these Circle Eight races. So it was an it was in in the uh, the track was oh, in, okay. in so the form like, of an eight. I gotcha. And there was an intersection. That's terrifying. So. It was like playing chicken. That's kind of right? cool, actually. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I would love there to watch all that. All kinds of races, and at the end of the night, they would have a demolition derby. Do you know what that yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Where these the cars would just Go, bang into yeah. each other until nobody was left, or there was one car running. That's the idea behind football. That was popular because football's popular. We love to see people crashing into each other. Yeah, boxing. You, you have UFC. Yeah. That's literally just two people fighting. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, I can't watch that. No, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not a huge UFC fan. My friends watch it like religiously every Saturday. Oh, it's I big. Just, like, I just can't. It doesn't intrigue me. I when I when I did play football many years ago, I hated I hated being under the pile yeah, when a tackle fun. was made. I, I just felt. It was claustrophobic. I hated mm-hmm. it. But the banging into people, I like that. I like there's something well, in hockey you got maybe checking. It's the, and, you know, maybe it's the testosterone. Probably. But I, I really enjoyed that. Hey, we're supposed to have Scott Green on with us at some point. He said he'd be on around one. I haven't uh, haven't heard anything from David. I could be him on. too. Yeah, could be Corey. Yeah. Oh. I could yeah. be Corey and him. So like Dave, David says no call. Maybe something happened with Scott. Well, we can, we can talk a little bit. I wanted to talk to Scott a little about his organization, and hopefully he'll be able to get on. But, uh, you know, besides this being such a strange time, you know, every day's Groundhog Day. Yeah. You know, you're actually the fourth person to say that to me in the last five days. It's kind of funny. I love that movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Way. Anything with Bill Murray. Anything. Yeah. But- <laughs> Except I will say I do think Johnny Depp's better at Hunter S. Thompson. Then he have you seen where the Buffalo Roam no. with Bill Murray? No, he plays Hunter S. Thompson. He's really good, but he doesn't have the candle to Johnny Depp. Well, my my favorite lines from uh, Bill Murray one is in Stripes where he says, "Convicted? No, never convicted." You know, <laughs> and uh, of course uh, Mitch Album uses this one. He says, "You can't go. All the plants are going to die." 
That's a, I, I like the uh, the the Nick the Lounge singer from oh, SNL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars. Love it. Brilliant. <laughs> Jaws. Well, if you grew up in my era, those guys were all on television. They'd be on uh, shows like Ed Sullivan or whatever. They were. You know, that's the Tony Bennett era. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. only ever seen clips, obviously, because I wasn't born yet. But. Well, yeah, also in baseball, we've got cancellations. The Tigers are supposed to be playing. This is August 4th. We're recording this. The Tigers are supposed to be playing the Cardinals at Comerica. Yeah. Not happening. Cardinals have players with COVID. Lots of them. Yeah. Lots of them. I find it very interesting, actually, that the differences between the, the sports leagues and what's, you know, like the teams that did the bubbles and the teams that didn't do the sports that didn't do the bubbles and to see how NBA is totally fine right now. Whereas, you know, you're seeing all these outbreaks over in the MLB. I think it's very interesting. Well, we also had, I think we heard this week that Matthew Stafford, the Lions quarterback, has yep. tested positive. Which, if he can get through it, which he will, I'm sure he's a healthy person, means he won't get it during the season. We hope we, we hope you can't get it more than once. Yeah. The uh, but you know he has he has little babies at home. You just had him yeah. a couple of months ago. I thought his so. You know he's got to stay away from his kids and hopefully they're okay and and his wife is okay. It, it's uh, it, it 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 creates quite a conundrum uh, for our society. And you know I've heard from people. Well, you know this is the only country that has this problem. You know Italy recovered and. Well, Italy's going through it again. Yeah. I mean, everyone's kind of, it's, until there's a vaccine, no one's going to be clear of it. Well, it appears that uh, there are several promising studies going on that are in the human trial phase that appear to be producing antibodies to the, to the virus. And uh, it can't come soon enough. Yeah. So also the Phillies have tested positive, a bunch of them. And the Marlins. Well, we understand the Marlins. Yeah, I mean, get they're in that. Florida. Florida. Uh, but I uh, haven't heard anything about the Tampa Bay Rays because yeah, nobody goes to those games. That's very true. I uh, remember when they came out as a team, they had like the coolest logos, and then they were horrible. Yeah, they were the Devil Rays yeah. originally. Now Did, they're just the Rays. Was Randy Johnson on that team for like a second? Or was it was that on the? I thought he was on the Rays. I know he was on the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks when they had the similar looking purple jerseys. But was he on the? No, maybe I'm just thinking because of the colors of the jerseys. You know, one of the cool, one of the coolest baseball experiences I've ever had wasn't in a game. We we happened to be in Phoenix. We said, "Well, let's go see a game." I haven't been to this stadium. We got went up to the ticket window, got three tickets. The three of us went to the game. We got there a little early, and there's this big celebration going on. It is Randy Johnson retire num retire his number night. Oh, cool! We got this free free t-shirt very cool and they showed uh randy was there and he he's giving a little speech and then they showed a highlight reel of his career and man the guy had electric oh. stuff yeah. just electric stuff and the yeah. way they threw the way he just threw it he was like a sidearm well by the time he took a stride he was you know instead of 60 feet six inches he was about 52 feet from the plate mm-hmm. right and throwing high 90s yeah one of the coolest, I mean, not coolest, but one of the craziest things I've ever seen was that video when he throws it and he hits the pigeon. Well, when that happened, they showed that in the video. This whole crowd, this stadium that was packed, it was sold out. You could hear it, man. It was almost took the roof off the place. I mean, it was so loud. And so, you know, everybody was, it was like it had just happened. Yeah. You know, the, the poor pigeon. Yeah. Right? Still, I mean, the, the literally the the mathematical chances of that happening are they have to be under one percent. 
Yeah, it's wrong place at the wrong time for the yeah, pigeon. Yeah, right. Poor pigeon. So that was probably ruled a ball. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually going to ask that. I wonder what, what the was rule it ruled is. on that. Because they, they don't do repit. I've never heard of a repitch. Uh, like you right, know what I mean. I would. I, I wouldn't doubt that it was no pitch. Mm. That it was like you know it would be almost like fan interference. Yeah. Although, I mean, he threw it fast enough where it hit the pigeon and still got to the plate. So, I mean. And what if the batter had swung? And it was the pigeon and not the ball. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. Well, uh, we heard you, you mentioned earlier that Cespedes even. Yeah, disappeared apparently. So they were, he didn't show up to the game apparently, and then they couldn't find him. And then when they did find him, he's like, I'm out, not playing. Isn't that kind of crazy? Interesting. Yeah, no, apparently, like, they couldn't. I got, like, because I get those, like, Yahoo updates on, like, you know, like, very you know, football, baseball, hockey. And um, and I got this. It's like they can't find He didn't show up. And then they couldn't find him. And then it, he just kind of was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. Or we could make a bad joke and say, well, you know, I've seen games he's played in. Where he, he doesn't show up. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think he plays hard. I, I enjoyed watching him play here in Detroit. Yeah, I thought that was awesome having him here for a little bit. Great arm. Great arm, a lot of power. Struck out a lot, but yeah. But that's um, I feel like that's that's baseball the game now. It's, and and I don't you know? like that either. No, uh, I've I've I don't know. People say, well, you're a purist or something. That's not a purist. I, I'm just maybe also, a, a I, traditionalist. I feel like it's a strategy thing. It's 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 kind of like a money ball or not money ball. You know, it's a personal preference thing. Like whether you want to go up there and kind of you know, okay, it's the first pitch. What's he going to do? And then based on what he did with the first pitch, and if I swung or if I didn't swing, what's he going to do with the second pitch? It takes away some of that when you're kind of just kind of go over the fences. Well, there are some violent swings that are taken uh, these days, and a lot of uppercut swings. We had a guy here in Detroit long ago named Rob Deer. Rob Deere give you 30 home runs a season, but he'd also strike out 200 times. That's that's a third of his at bats, at least, yeah. where he didn't put the ball in play. Yeah, and I don't care how good a major league ball player is; they don't make every play. No, there are uh, all kinds of things that happen. And if you, to me, I want to see a guy. There are plenty of guys who are line drive hitters that put the ball in the seats, mm-hmm. right? Or at least there used to be. Um, you know, I, I think of uh, Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. He's not doesn't have that huge uppercut swing. Hit over 600 home runs already. Yeah, you know, well, his it, I feel like that goes a lot to speaking on you know just going for the right pitches, because really, like a, a well swung, you know, not hitting, not aiming for the fences, swung bat could get you that home run whereas a lot of times guys hit home runs without trying yeah they're just trying to hit the ball hard somewhere uh and a lot of times i get hits without trying to hit the ball hard i just try to take a good swing because when i try to hit the ball hard i do everything wrong Hmm. those guys are so good they don't do a lot wrong no anyway uh so what do you think about the season you think it should be canceled i think I don't, know, I don't know whether it should be. Yes, probably. Probably. I think the inevitability of all these outbreaks that keep happening, it's it's not it's just a matter of at a certain point what's your schedule look like? How do you how do you get to that 60 games? You know what I mean? How do you have people play enough where you get at the end of the season go, "Okay, this person's in first place quantifiably except for the fact that this team, this team and this team didn't have 12 games because it's not like you're going to be able to reschedule them later in the year." Especially now that you have these seven inning double headers, you know, I feel like they're not going to, you know, 
I feel like occasionally back in the day, they'd be like, okay, we're just going to add this game and make it a double header. And they might do that maybe, but like I just don't see, if this keeps happening at the rate it's happening, I don't see how they could finish a season. Well, you've got three teams that have had to cancel whole series, right? If this happens to another team or two, mm-hmm. I think it's over. Yeah, and I think it may be over anyway. Uh, it's supposed to be, the, I think they'll give it till next week. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. But well, how would you like to be? How would you like to be the commissioner of baseball, <laughs> Rob Manfred? You're trying to get a, a season in. They've agreed to pay these guys, uh, right? Mm-hmm. So there, there's money on the line now. Yep. Now they're paying them at a reduced rate. But they're still paying. Damn, yeah, they're expecting this baseball, uh, this uh, TV money yeah. from baseball. That wouldn't happen. Well, you got to think how much money they're losing from no one buying food and merchandise. And you know, my my son, who is Alex P. Keaton, if you know what I'm talking about from that show, Michael Mr. J. Fox, Mister Mister Right Wing, very conservative. I appreciate that about him. By the way, I tend to be pretty conservative. I think there are a lot of people like that in the country who now see the kneeling during the national anthem among baseball players and are saying, I'm done. You know? Yeah, a lot of people are, uh, especially now that some of the umps are doing it too. Yeah, it, it is. And I don't, I don't want to get real political because yeah. yeah, yeah. it's, it's not this kind of show it is, but there are people who, who say, look, you know, stand for the flag. You want to protest, protest, but stand for the flag. It's it's our flag. It's all of our flag. And then there are other people who say that's why I'm that's why I can protest. So, you know, I, I get both of those, but I think you're going to alienate part of your fan base when that starts happening. No, oh, absolutely. It's happened to football. Oh, I mean, look what happened with Drew Brees. Drew Brees, who by all accounts is one of like the nicest people, you know, he said he's not going to do it and he wouldn't want to do it, and everyone got up in his arms about it. And I mean, it's. It's a personal choice. You can't force someone to do or not do something like it's that. It's another thing that divides us. No, everything divides and us And we now. as a country, we can't let somebody else have a different view. Yeah. If it's not my view, I can't like you. I can't. Uh, and, you know, it, 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 here's the inconsistency. The NFL is now cool with kneeling during the national anthem. I know. Right. <laughs> but they weren't cool I know. with with Colin Tebow, Cat, yeah. with Tebow oh, kneeling, kneeling after a touchdown, yeah, they're okay with somebody doing break dancing after a touchdown. Well, now they get fined. <laughs> you know, we just we're inc- human beings. We're so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, absolutely, and it works both ways. You know, there's people who say they don't like this, but then say they're okay with X. You know, Y, or you know, it's the same thing. It's just different. But you know, the great philosopher who was beaten up badly by the uh, Los Angeles Police Department during that chase. What was his name? Rodney King. Rodney King said one of the most profound (laughs) things uh, I think anybody's ever said that that has come from that walk of life. Why can't we all just get along? Yeah, it's a true story. I, I I read people who are anti-Semitic, people who are who hate conservative evangelicals, of which I consider myself one. 
I, I read something the other day. I'm getting off on a tangent. Oh, no, I get it. I, I, I read something the other day from one of my fantasy camp uh, guys who probably doesn't remember I even went to fantasy camp with him, who who talked about anti-Semiticism, I guess you would Semitism. say. Semitism. There you go. Anti-Semitism among conservative evangelicals. Conservative evangelicals tend to be very pro-Israel. Yeah. Very pro-Israel. You know, the funny thing is, though, it's uh, it's not even an Israel issue. Because a lot of people like me, you know, I'm in my 30s. I grew up, you know, born, raised Jewish. Um, I, you know, I, I wouldn't really say I'm practicing by any means. Here I, here but, I said we're not a political show, but we're getting there. Well, I just, I just, <laughs> the, the point of Israel, it's very interesting. Um, as someone who grew up with the whole, you know, everyone around me, you know, pro-Israel. And so not that I'm not pro-Israel. It's that people tend to forget that before there was an Israeli state there, there was hundreds of thousands of Palestinians who lived there and kind of got kicked out because there was a state. And I, and, and then there's the whole debate of who owns, who owns it going back to biblical times. And it's just, just get along. Everyone yeah. just get along. It's kind of, kind of <laughs> like the United States who owns it. Right? Yeah. Well, I think the issue is now is that instead of something being a scientific issue or a, a political issue, everything's politicized. Down to sports. You know, down to baseball. Um, whether the leagues were coming back was very much a big political issue, mm-hmm. um, which I think is very interesting. Something like COVID, which is a disease, has been politicized. For sure. You know, and it's and I think that's why the rest of the world has been able to have soccer matches and have kind of their normality somewhat restored because it wasn't a politicized issue across the world. It was, this is a disease, we need to beat it. Here it was, well, it's not even real. No, it's real. No, it's not even real. And then that ties into all the sports stuff. Sure. So should this getting back to it, yeah. so should the season be canceled? I think, that's Rob Manfred's dilemma. I don't know if it, if it's a should or shouldn't issue, because I feel like it's not like the MLB having an outbreak is going to cause the United States to have an outbreak. You know what I mean? Yes, mm-hmm. the players will get it and all that stuff. So whether it's a public safety issue. I don't know so much in regards to the larger scale, but in regards to keeping their players safe and keeping the families of the players safe and keeping their employees safe who work the games, I think if it keeps happening, they should cancel the season. Well, uh, my biggest worry, I'm very worried about the cardboard cutouts in the stands. <laughs> I, I love that idea. I think it adds a whole other element to watching baseball because now you're like not just watching to see like you, if they're going to get a run. They're seeing if they're going to hit a run and hit a person. <laughs> but knowing the geek that you are, you would have like Spider-Man. No, I would dress up. I would totally like I would be like me but six different me. Like I'd have a fake mustache in one and like a top hat and a monocle. I would make the most ridiculous cutout. I would totally wear like a, like a really nice like old school like 1930s suit with like a long back and like a top hat and a monocle and like a cane. But wouldn't it be cool to have like Harry Potter yeah, that'd be with, awesome. with, with the wand out helping the team? That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, I, you, there are so many themes and variations we could do well, on they're, this. Well, they're um, back, um, strangely enough, on Brock and Jack when they did baseball. Sometimes they would put targets in the parts of the field that if you hit it, you got more points. So maybe they should put, like, you know what I mean? Add that You're going to start making all these rules. Go, like, if you hit the guy out in you know, left field and you hit a home run, it's two points. Well, they've already done that. If, if, the, if the home run hit the tire company sign, somebody got free tires or something, right. I think. Oh, yeah, no, they do that. But I meant, like, take it even further. And go, like, if you hit it between the O and this logo, you get two points for your home run. Or, hey, like, congratulations. You just used the word further properly. Oh, thank you. Nobody does. No. Well, the thing that gets me is always um, then and then. 
because they're so similar. Like then, you know what I mean? The difference. Oh, I said then. It just sounded like then. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. Pinky's out while you talk. So in baseball, baseball is a game of stats, right? Oh, yeah. Crazy stats. So poor Al Kaline only hit 399 home runs. But he had several home runs that were wiped out due to rainouts. Mm. If they cancel the season, oh, oh, Scott just texted me. Said he's sorry, can't can't be on. There's a storm, mm. a a huge storm going up the east coast, and he's having to deal with. Uh. It. Uh, what, what was I saying? Uh, oh, rainouts. Yes, rainouts. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, if they cancel the season. Do the stats from this amended season oh, still count? I think they should. I think they should. Give, it's kind of like a rain out. Well, because, I mean, specifically speaking, like um, with the Tigers, the record that did nine strikeouts in a row, would that stand? You know? I'd be pretty pissed if I was him and it didn't. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a, that's a cool record. You know, speaking of the Tigers and They've that. They've been playing pretty well. They have developed some pitchers and some guys that they and, – and, and one of the guys they thought was going to be good, I think they're going to be ready to give up on. It's Daniel Norris. I yeah. Just, I mean, how many lefties are there that – man, it's it, they're desperate. Everybody's desperate for a lefty who can pitch. Yeah. But, <laughs> the Tigers in general are always but, desperate for pitching. But I don't think it's, this is he. You no. Know? I mean, the guy could hit, but he hurt himself hitting a few years ago. He – and that, another reason for the DH. Uh, and he just has not, I mean, he's just not consistent. Um, anyway, but yeah. most lefties aren't. I'm not, I can't, you know, I struggle to throw strikes. Uh, I'm a righty and I struggle. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I was always the catcher or goalie or whatever. You know, we, we never hockey. aired it, but we did, uh, we did take some video of, uh, uh, Ethan who used to be on here and, uh, and uh, my son Joey, myself, and we're uh, we're at a batting facility, and they had a gun, and we were throwing against the gun, and Joe was throwing 75, 72 to seventy five, which is not great speed for a pitcher, but it's you know in the league he plays in, he gets by, and yeah. he, he's had a great season when he's had to pitch. <clears throat> and Ethan, who told us he throws between. 85 and 90 uh, did when we set it on metric. And then, <laughs> and then, and then I'm throwing, right? And I see these guys, I, I, can, I can throw that fast. No. I was going to I can throw like a cool 30. I was, maybe. <laughs> I, was, I was consistently around 58, 59. And one time I really let it go and I just touched 60. That was it. That's all I had. Nah, I don't think Hurt I my ego. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not even going to attempt to throw my hat in that ring. Uh, and I did used to have one of those balls though that had the. Sensor oh yeah, on. I had one of yeah. those. It wasn't no, accurate. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Well, uh, you know, I, I hope they don't cut the season, but uh, they might have to. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, it's about the safety of the players and the people around it. You know, I'm to the point where I watch baseball to learn things. To learn how to play better. Even watch though movies. I'm, I'm elderly as a baseball goes, I love playing. And I love getting out with my friends and playing. 
and I've missed these guys. So we, we are playing. And we're trying to social distance, and guys are wearing masks in the dugout, and, you know, there's no handshake after the game, and you're not supposed to spit. And all I, saw, I saw that clip of uh, the, the ref getting into it with one of the managers, and, like, he walks up, and he's putting his mask on, and the, and the ref comes and pulls his mask on, and then they start arguing with each other, and then his mask falls off, and he puts it back on. It was like, and then there was the, who, who was the guy who has the uh, the hand sanitizer over at first? Oh, that was, I think, Joey Votto? Yeah. Is that Joey Votto? I, I, I don't remember who it was, but, like, he just, he got there, he pulled out some hand, and they were just like, oh, thank you. It was, like, the funniest thing ever. I love it. Yeah, I think it was Votto. I'm not positive of that. I did see it, and I just didn't register. Hey, uh, before we go, we have to talk about something that happened. And we're going to talk about this every, as long as we're on, every August 4th, we're going to talk about this. 27 years ago today, a very, this could have been a hockey brawl. It was so good. A great fight in baseball. The best fight ever in baseball between one of my favorite players and a guy who I never never really cared for as a player. He was a good player, but played for the White Sox. I didn't care for him. And if, if David has that, I'd, I'd love for you to, to roll this video of this great fight uh, that happened on Here's August Ventura, 4th. RBI single in the first. Watch out. Look at this. <laughs> Saw some great players in that video. Pudge, uh, Rafael Palmero. I mean, some really great players were involved there. And Gene Lamont, who was uh, coaching or managing the the Chicago White Sox who was at the, the time, the bald guy who did who was managing the Red Sox. Oh, I don't know. Don, I want to say it wasn't Don Mattingly. No, I'm just trying to. There was one of the ball, Don Zimmer was one of the famous. Follically challenged because, because managers. one of those the, the the one fight I remember from baseball was the Yankees and the Red Sox clearing the bench and I'll never forget it. Joe Torre or someone of the managers of the oh, Yankees. That, that, yeah, and he yeah, took, that was Zimmer. The yeah, guy. And Zimmer yeah. like ran at him like and he just grabs his head and he just kind of goes whoop. Knocked the old guy down and that, that that's that wasn't a good look. No, but th- think of this fight: Nolan Ryan, who's already got elevated on the mound, right? Ventura's not a big guy. No. Ryan's like, I don't know, 6'3". He's on the mound, and he's a bull, man. This guy's strong. And because he threw one inside, you're going to go chase him? It wasn't like he plunked him in the chest or in the head. Yeah. It, it looked like he just brushed by his arm, and he decided to go after him. Yeah. 
And then Brian just took him in a headlock and beat up on his face. <laughs> I mean, that looked like a hockey fight, didn't it? Yeah, it did. The way that the way that went initially. You don't see that often in baseball. Oh no, no. Usually they kind of grab each other and pull yeah. each other away, and then the umpires throw a few guys out. Yeah. And well, that's that's why it was the the Yankees Red Sox fight specifically popped because that was like a brawl. Well, that is maybe as far as baseball goes, that is the rivalry. No, oh, yeah. Yankees Red Sox. Oh, I mean, yeah. you go. And if you go, if you ever go to Cooperstown, that that's those are the only people that exist: the yeah. Yankees and the Red Sox. You go into any of those shops; that's all they have: Yankees, Red Sox, Yan- Yankees. And and so, uh, I don't do a lot of shopping in Cooperstown. I've been there a few times. I enjoy the hall. Uh, I'd enjoy it more if Mickey Lolich was in. I'm always going to plug Mickey Lolich. <laughs> Uh, because he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Hey, sorry we missed Scott today, uh, but I think we I think we've talked about everything going on in baseball, and we hope that baseball has some kind of continuance. But I like the way it's going right now. I don't see it. Yeah. Hey, for uh, Ian Benzman. That's Rick with a silent K. Jess. <laughs> Rick with a silent K. <laughs> Ian Benzman. And uh, David in the booth. Thank you, David. Uh, You're a trooper, man, making things happen. This is Jess Monticello for Baseball Mainly, signing off saying, let's play two.